0: With so much software available in the short-term rental industry these days, it's increasingly difficult to keep up to date with what's on the market and to determine whether it's a maybe or a must have for you and your business. So meet one provider each week in a short interview learning what they do and what they offer. So if you have around 15 minutes to spare, it could prove to be a very good investment to stick around. So let's see who and what is out there one by one with me, Deborah Labby also known as the Guest Inspector. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of TechSplained with the Guest Inspector. For some of us, it started off as an Excel spreadsheet. For some, it still is. Taking the leap to free your time and to scale your business means taking the leap to a PMS, a property management system. I chose not to interview PMS companies for this Techsplain series, as I'd have the weekly interview covered for the next 11 and a half years. With around 600 PMS, give or take 200, depending on who you speak to, choosing a PMS is a daunting task. But why so many? What's the difference? How do you choose one? Well, today I'm chatting with Terry, also known as the tech guy, who will explain the what, why and how of PMS. Hello, Terry. How are you?
1: Hello, Deborah. It's good to be with you.
0: Good to have you along. This is going to be a very interesting episode, I think. Terry, I just want to start off with your why. I know you're a tech guy, but I know you have really drilled down into all the PMS. Why PMS?
1: Well, you don't, it's the core of your business, it's the hub of your business. You can't have a tech stack without a PMS. It's the most important part of technology that you will ever own in our business. So it's you, you have to get this right.
0: Most of them have the same features. For a complete newbie coming onto a PMS, can you explain what some of those common features are?
1: Well, the, there's 27 core components of a good PMS, but if you break it down into the 10 essential components of a PMS, you'll be it's easier to understand and it'd be easier for you to choose what when you're looking for a PMS. So the most important part, 10 components of a tech stack are your PMS, your website, everyone really, does, they, I don't really think they understand the importance of their, of their website and the strength that it should have. The booking engine, distribution, operations, revenue, management, CRM, that gets kind of confusing because you need two CRMs. So if you concentrate on your PMS CRM, and then guest communication, home automation, and digital marketing. So if you can get, if you can work around those ten core components, you're going to be in
0: real good shape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but a PMS doesn't obviously doesn't provide all of that because not every PMS provides a website. Well,
1: that's one that's one thing I really encourage people not to do is get your website off your PMS platform. You know, there's there's always exceptions to it. So if, if you told me okay. I like a Vantio PMS, and I said I love. I think maybe their strength is probably their website. So you'd be okay. Um, track, you'd be okay. Streamline, you'd be okay. But for, in general terms, get your PMS, get your mark, your website off your PMS um, because. It's going to limit what you can. If you ever want to change your PMS, you're starting from scratch again, but you never want to put yourself in that position. And then, if you're working with a digital marketing team, which I think that's a big part of our future, you're really going to put them in a disadvantage. So mm-hmm. you should always, always have the best website that you can afford and get it off your PMS
0: platform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so PMS. Someone starting out on, uh, on with a PMS system. Obviously, there are calendars that are all linked. Um, a lot of the PMS now offer channel distribution as well channel managers No, do all of them no they don't all do that majority do though
1: yes they do and they do a they do a really good job of it too and the biggest misunderstanding i think in our industry is people don't understand distribution and there's one reason for that is because they can't comprehend that their pms is a channel manager it is 100 a channel manager and but they also use different channel managers so it's i know it gets confusing but your pms should always be your strongest channel manager mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. so there's uh the the calendar there's the distribution so then there's also obviously always a possibility of the guest communication all the automated emails
1: yes yeah and they do mo- most pms's do a really good job of that um what they what they don't do is is the i think it should be happening when you're looking at these companies with guest communication they've looked at PMS and they've seen a weakness in it and they've taken advantage of it. And to me, that should all be happening in the PMS. And they're not, PMSs are not innovating in that way. And they're letting, they're giving up market share to competition. Mm -mm
0: -mm, The guest communication. Yeah.
1: yeah, That should should be happening in the PMS. And if you, if you you look at a PMS and they have a guest portal, it's probably, most of them don't even have it. And if they have it, it's unusable. They force Mm -hmm. you to plug and play, whether it's, Rubiru, Hostfully, Dubai, DAC, you know, you name it, mm. you know, you're almost forced to do that now.
0: Mm-hmm. So so, for the, so what you're saying is a lot of PMS actually offer a guest portal, whether it's a web app or, or some sort of portal for their guest.
1: Um, they have a few have it, but really, they're, they're really unusable. So you have to go outside the PMS to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they also uh, you uh, get all the accounting and reporting from your PMS. Makes life easier when it comes to tax time. Oh, and, yeah, and-
1: yeah, for sure. And in North America, the strength of a PMS is always defined by the strength of its accounting module. But, you know, a, a lot of them do do a really good job of accounting, some better than others, but, you know, most do a good job.
0: Yeah. And there's also the owner statements each month or however yeah. uh, companies yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I remember when I first started... Uh, I only chose a very, very simple PMS. And once yeah. I got it up and running finally, it was like, okay, wait a second, what do I what am I supposed to do now? It really took so they're, many jobs away from, from me. I was really impressed. Yeah.
1: They're incredibly powerful.
0: Yeah. 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 But it is daunting. So the thing is, um there's no one size fits all with the PMS. So can you explain, like, what's the difference between a PMS that might be targeting a smaller property management company or few properties versus a medium and versus a large? What would the difference in the features be?
1: Well, there's not really, and I think it's, that's the wrong way to look at it. There definitely is low-profile, mid-profile, and high-profile PMSs, but the big misconception out there is that the high-profile PMSs do everything better than a mid level PMS. And that's definitely not true. What the high profile PMSs do, they do more things better. They don't do everything better. So when you're looking to choose whether you have one property, 10 properties, or a thousand properties, you should always, always go with the the, the most robust that you can afford, for mm-hmm. sure. Because you'll put yourself in such a strong position because all the vendors that are out there that we talk about here, you know, you go to the shows, you see all these vendors, they're going to want to integrate with your PMS, everyone. So you're going to put yourself in just such a much stronger position. So, mm-hmm. and the, I think everybody in this industry, I've made this mistake myself, is they choose an inexpensive PMS to start with and they outgrow it, you mm-hmm. know, so they, they use it for a year and then they get a real good Understanding of what a PMS can do, how strong it is, and they've already outgrown it. And I've seen people people do it with one property, hundred properties, a thousand properties. Okay, Almost everyone makes that mistake.
0: How How would you suggest that you bypass that problem? How do you take that leap and go to the one bigger that you you know you didn't even look at in the first place?
1: Um, if you look at the ten core components again of a PMS, you know I think it's, if you break it down like like that, make sure that you're getting those ten core components. That that is. And real, you put yourself in such a strong position there that pretty, it's pretty—it's pretty hard to mess up if you don't get those ten core components wrong. Mm,
0: mm-mm. And we also, in a previous chat we had, you mentioned that um, for the larger, oh, actually no, no, targeting America in particular, with the given with the different taxes, you know, you look—you need to look at a PMS that can cope with the different tax um, situations in all the different states or countries.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure. I break it down into there's um, North American centric PMSs and Euro centric PMSs and you hardly they never really, you know, go in the opposite direction there. And in it's much easier in North America because you, you usually only have maybe a couple of taxes, you have one currency. In Europe, you know, they they're doing such a really good job over there. Nothing but respect for them. They have So many countries, so many languages, so many currencies, so many tax implications, so much fraud to deal with. You know, they have a a real tough time over there, but they're doing such a good job.
0: Mm. yeah, amazing. Um, And so, okay, let's say someone's looking to take the leap and and find a PMS or they've outgrown their last PMS. What Mm -hmm. would you say is the first step to do? How, How would you go about investigating a PMS? You're saying well, about you have to, the, you have
1: to do your homework yeah you have to do your homework you have to do the demos but um, there's a couple things i think it's maybe easier to talk about what to look for and what to avoid at all costs um one when, when i'm um, demoing or scoring a pms the first thing i look at 100 of the time the first thing i look at is their distribution and i can predict with a 95 percent accuracy when they show me what their distribution looks like I can tell you what they're going to score before the demo even starts so that's critical to get the understand distribution and understand the company's position on distribution um, things to avoid to um, in Europe it's not so much but in North America the one percent channel integration fee is hard to avoid in Europe not so much then there you've got the one percent Price and platform fee, which I think, if you're paying one percent, that you really need to reevaluate your business decisions here. And then channel management. Don't get into a subscription with with channel managers. Always pay for what the performance there. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also look for me. I've become very fussy about UX as well. Uh, I remember there were a few PMS when I first started looking at them, and and. You know, they involved so much training just to get your head around how to set it up. Um, UX, I think, is really important. And um, I was going to actually ask you about training. So the bigger the PM, the the property management company, probably, like you said, the more robust the PMS is going to be. Does that always entail more training?
1: Um, probably, yeah, you're probably right. There, they do what some, what a lot of good PMSs do too. They have what's called a university or a library where they have videos, and that to me, that's the most helpful thing to watch the videos and and learn that way, and then be prepared before you start your training. You're going to be in just a much stronger position if you're familiar with with the PMS and the features of it and the components of it, and you know how it's designed and why it's designed that way.
0: Mm-hmm and would you also advise just to put one property onto a new pms to test drive it and see how it feels before you start uploading everything over
1: if you're if you're starting from scratch you might but if no if you're making the leap to a new one or a different one no i I would go full in you know be committed to it make knowing making the right decision and be committed
0: wow okay wow (sighs) Okay, uh owner portals, guest portals. What 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 is what are your thoughts on them? Oh, well, guest for, portal, you've already said owner the, portals.
1: Uh, own, owner portals, they're they're essential if you're managing properties. Like if you have one or two properties and you're just doing it yourself, you don't need, of course, you don't need an owner portal. But for if you're managing other people's properties, definitely you need um you need really good owner portal portals, owner statements where they can go in and see everything that's happening with their property, you know, their calendars in there, other bookings all their projected income, all their statements, all their work orders, everything is in there. It's essential.
0: Mm-hmm. And you also mentioned before about a CRM, that's the customer relationship manager. Yeah. Built into the PMS. Are you finding that that's, that occurs a lot in PMS uh, systems?
1: Well, you need two PMSs. This is where you have your PMS CRM where, you know, that's where the guest communication starts from from the first inquiry that comes in to the booking and all the communication that goes on before they arrive, when they're on the property and up to about maybe four months after they leave, you can do, you can kind of retarget them too, but you can only communicate them Mm one-on-one. But the other one is the marketing CRM, which Mm -hmm. I've only seen one is that's where Track has it. And that's where... All the all the information that comes in from your um, your PMS CRM is automatically p- pushed to your marketing CRM, and that's that's something that's really missing in our industry. And if anybody else, if they find a solution to this, they're going to be winning in a big way.
0: Hmm. Oh wow. Okay. And you don't you haven't found besides track you haven't found any PMS that includes that marketing CRM.
1: No. no. Where all the da- where all the data from your from your PMS CRM is automatically pushed to your marketing CRM.
0: Yeah, Mm, very good. Um, Was there anything that you think that a PMS should include besides this? Any features, are there any features out there that are really standout features that some PMS are doing?
1: Um, Well, I think the PMS is... (sighs) what i think should be happening in a in a pms and i'm disappointed that it isn't is there's two things we've already talked about the guest communication to me that 100% should be happening in the pms and the other one is the operations module your cleaning and your maintenance mm-hmm. you know you're almost it's again it's exactly like the guest portal most pmss don't even have it the ones that do are unusable they force you to go to breezeway be home 24/7 kind of thing. And to me, that should be happening in the PMS. And I think the future of technology in our industry is the PMS that does more, and you can do more on one platform, is definitely going to be a huge, huge breakaway winner in our industry.
0: Mm. Well, there is a lot of aggregation going on in terms of all the software. And it does sound like if you have to have the PMS, the PMS may as well be the hub of, of all of this software that you need to run your business
1: yeah, it, yeah you're, you're exactly right, but my point is all these companies are innovating and these PMSs they they're not you know they're just saying they're going on Facebook they're going on LinkedIn and say, oh we're so proud of our new integration with this and this you know and, mm-hmm. and every but if you look at these components and every on this plug and play or marketplace whatever you want to call it here is they're looking at a PMS and they're seeing a deficiency they're seeing an opportunity and they're taking advantage of it and I say, Somebody is going to look at this and say this is a mess, and we're going to, we're going to go in a diff- different direction and doing more on one platform is going to be the big winner. I think if you look at Alberto, what they're doing now, you you have home automation, it's a must have. You have cleaning maintenance module, you must have. You have guest communication, must have. You have to talk about um, Be Home twenty four seven. You know they do a lot on one platform. BreezeWay they started out with just they were nothing but a an operations platform, now they're doing guest communication, you know, texting, just because in a PMS in North America to text, just to be able to text your guests. Mm. Good luck with that one. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Like for 25 years now, the preferred mode of communication, regardless of age or gender, has been text messaging. And you can't even text message your guests from your PMS. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I like the bluntness of it all. Look, the thing is, it sounds like they're all they're all waving their flag about the integrations, but we need some more flag waving about innovation.
1: Yeah, in I, the I PMS think that, companies. Yeah, you look at it now, and I just said you know you look at what Alberto's doing there, Alberto. I, yeah. I just I you know, and then that's another thing when you're choosing a PMS, even if you're looking and you can't find what you're looking for, those core. We talked about the ten core components. Look at companies that are doing more. Look at BeHome 24-7. Look at Breezeway. Look at Operto. You know, if you can do more on one platform, mm. I, you know, you're going to be in such a strong position. This, mm. this, this I, I don't know how, I wish somebody could explain this to me, but the, what this all-in-one solution means when you have 9 million integrations, 37 dashboards to get you through a day, and then you turn around and market yourself as an all-in-one solution. I just wish somebody could explain that to me.
0: Have you ever thought about designing one?
1: Never. No. (laughs) It would take millions and millions and years and years. No, no. I have no interest in doing that. Well, fair enough.
0: Well, shame you can't write a little blueprint. Someone else can run with it. Yeah. Okay. Anything more to add about PMS besides giving them a good wallop? Um, Anything about features that, you know, is a, a standout features? It sounds like they are pretty much all doing the same sort of thing. Uh, lacking in a little innovation sorry PMS companies but uh, is there anyone who is doing something really outstanding?
1: Well a lot of companies are doing a lot of really good things to help you get through a day here you you know you look at distribution you know so many PMSs are doing that the CRM CRM, they're doing that and in Europe I really like what they do with um, their texting and probably in Europe I would say the WhatsApp app is more important than texting in North America, you know, mm-hmm. so they're in Europe, they're doing a really good job of guessing mm-hmm. both with texting and WhatsApp here. So that um, home automation, you know, so many companies now are doing, it's a, it's a must have with the home automation, credit card processing, you know, so many, mm-hmm. you got to remove Stripe from this though. I don't know. especially in Europe, I see this, there's this unusual affection with Stripe, you know, with you should have, when you're choosing a PMS, you want to have at least three or four credit card processors at your disposal. Mm-hmm. You know, And insurance is one thing that is, I think we should be talking more of um, a lot of companies, not so much in Europe, but in North America are doing a good job with integrations with insurance companies. I think the future is guest screening is going to play such a bigger role. I know it already is in Europe, not so much in North America. Um, and then it's the, Insurance is a number one untapped revenue source that I've seen, whether it's in property protection or whether it's in trip insurance. You know, there's mm-hmm. that's really untapped.
0: Yeah, and that's not that's not uh, well, that's not part of any PMS at the moment, is it?
1: No, no, it, no. They well, it is, it is with with Streamline because they they purchased Rental
0: Guardian. Oh right, okay. Hmm. Okay, anything more to add before we start winding up, Terry? Um, just,
1: you know, whatever PMS you choose, the worst PMS that you choose is a million times better than spreadsheets and Google calendars. So <laughs> I encourage everyone to take the leap and, and find a PMS. It doesn't have to be the biggest and the best. Just choose one. After It'll take you six months to learn it. After a year, you'll have complete command of it. And then you'll, if it's not the right one for you, you'll know what you need and where to find it.
0: Yeah. And I, I suppose people have to remember that they're not going to find it first go. They have to, they like you mentioned before about demos, you know, you do have to approach a fair number of companies, see the demo and see which is the right fit.
1: Yeah. You know? And talk to people, talk to people that are using it. Um, talk to past clients, you know, present clients. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not an easy decision, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's absolutely not. It is a daunting thing.
1: But uh, choose, choose, just like with your, your website should be as sacred to you as your PMS and always have the best website you can afford and have the best PMS that you can afford.
0: Mm. That's the holy grail. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's, the, it's the future. Um, get, your website is critical, important to you. It, it encompasses three of the 10 core components that I've talked about here. So yeah. never underestimate the importance of your website.
0: Yeah, and I will add the ten components down in the description below as well from this interview. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Terry. I think we will definitely be—I'll be seeing you a lot more on this show. We'll be talking about other things, tech. (laughs) But thank you very much for your time, and I will pop all the information from this uh, from this episode in the comments below, including a link for Terry if he wants to answer some questions. (laughs) Thank you very much for your time, Terry. It's been very interesting.
1: Thanks, Eber. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank Hope you. To see you again
1: soon. Okay.
0: Yes. Bye. Bye.